The cloud. It is the promised land of IT infrastructure. The magical realm where seemingly infinite resources are available at the click of a button. Where computers appear out of thin air to do our bidding. It is a million dollar business, but even those who have invested heavily in using public cloud struggle to reap the benefits. They are still stuck pushing tickets and waiting days, weeks or months for virtual machines. In this episode, I cover the five cloud characteristics and why they matter for our DevOps performance. I'm Johan Abelskov. Join me in the dojo to learn. In this episode, I'm going to talk about software infrastructure. In short, computers and connectivity between them. With a few more words, it's about getting the compute, memory, storage, and network resources that we need to run our applications. There are three categories of infrastructure at this level of abstraction. On-premises, or on-prem as it's called, where everything is hosted inside the organizational perimeter. Public cloud, where everything is hosted externally at a provider such as AWS, Azure, Alibaba, or Google Cloud Platform. And finally, the hybrid cloud, where some workloads are hosted in a public cloud, while others are hosted on-prem. Each deployment pattern is valid and has its uses. In the DevOps community, we have a common narrative stating that the cloud is superior to on-prem, and sometimes we fall into the trap of forgetting the trade-offs we are making. My opinion is that while it is difficult to become as high-performing on-premises as in the cloud, it is trivial to screw the cloud up just as bad as on-prem. So let's look at the cloud characteristics that drive DevOps performance. I learned about the five cloud characteristics from the Accelerate State of DevOps report 2018. They found that those organizations that agreed with all five characteristics were 23 times as likely to be high performers. In 2019, that number had increased to 24 times as likely. The characteristics come from the American Standards Institute NIST. Disregarding the cloud deployment model, they cover the characteristics our infrastructure should have in order for it to be called cloud. This is very valuable in terms of aligning our vocabulary. Without further ado, and there has been much, let's move to the characteristics themselves. The first is on-demand self-service. That is, consumers can provision the resources they need as they need them without going through an approval process or ticketing system. This is the first trap of cloud migrations. If we simply lift and shift our infrastructure, but leave the processes in place, we're not going to maximize our gain. Cloud is a powerful tool to shorten feedback loops, build autonomy, and allow the engineers to make the economic trade-offs that impact their products. But that is only the case if on-demand self-service is present. The second characteristic is broad network access. This is, to me, the least interesting characteristic, but that might be because I have not been in organizations where this has been a big pain. This refers to the capabilities of our cloud generally being available through various platforms, such such that the cloud capabilities are not hidden from the engineers. The third characteristic is resource pooling. This means that there is a common pool of resources and we as consumers do not control exactly where our workloads go. We can declare properties that we desire for our workloads, such as SSD disks, GPUs, or specific geographic regions, but not particular hosts. For on-prem solutions, this can be addressed with platforms such as Kubernetes. One common way that we break this characteristic is manually configured servers that are not maintained through version control scripts. This leads to configuration drift, and that is a big pain to work with. Remember, servers are cattle, not pets. Resource pooling also allows us to have higher utilization of our resources in a responsible way. The fourth characteristic is rapid elasticity. This means that we can scale our infrastructure on demand. 
This often becomes, oh, we can scale up as much as we want at a moment's notice. However, this is only one side of the equation. It also means that we can scale down unused resources. This allows us to get the biggest return on investment on our infrastructure spending. We can spend extra capital when a search hit our applications, whether that is Black Friday, the first of the month, or something we could not anticipate in advance. This can be obtained in on-premises solutions, but requires some upfront investment in order to be ahead of the utilization curve. The fifth characteristic is metered service. We only pay for what we use. This allows us to get much more transparency in our cost. The Accelerate State of DevOps report 2019 found that those who matched the characteristics were 1.6 times more likely to go under budget and 2.6 times more likely to be able to accurately estimate their costs. This characteristics fully represents the commoditization of cloud computing. Those were the five characteristics of cloud computing. It does not matter where we host our workloads as long as we get on-demand self-service, broad network access, resource pooling, rapid elasticity, and metered service. I hope that when you discuss software infrastructure, you consider these characteristics and how they enable business agility. Think about where your organization is missing the target and what you can do to adapt. This has been the DevOps Dojo on the five cloud characteristics. You can find show notes, sources, and more at dojo.fm. Support the show by leaving a review or sharing this episode with a friend or a colleague. Until next time, keep learning. Thank you for listening.